Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. My name is Isaac and today I'm super delighted to talk to you guys about something so amazing. But before we get into this, can I ask you something? Are you overworking yourself on something you don't have to work so hard to accomplish? Well, you guys are in luck. Today, I've come to talk to you about the 80 over 20 rule. But you're probably wondering what that means. Well, let me tell you. The 80 over 20 rule is knowing and setting the right priorities will give you the right return. But the real question here is, what and who is your 20%? What are you flooding and giving your time to? Let me give you an example. Say you have 80 students in a classroom and you have one teacher. And out of those 80 students, the teacher picks 10 10 of them, 10 students, and we'll call them leaders. The teacher picks 10 leaders out of the 80 students. And instead of the teacher just standing up in front of the whole entire class and teaching a whole entire lecture, teaching a whole entire, the whole entire class at once, The teacher decides to get those 10 students and teach it just to the 10 students. And you're probably wondering why. Well, the teacher is, what the teacher is doing is she is sharpening the blade of those 10 students. She is teaching, what she is doing is she is teaching or he, the teacher is teaching those 10 students the lesson. And what's going to happen is those 10 students are going to go back into those groups that they're in. Those 80 students actually currently are in groups and those 10 students, each one is placed in one of those groups. And the teacher has just taught the whole entire lesson to those students or summarized it for them so that when they go back to their groups, they can teach it to them, to their groups. And it's a whole lot easier. Why? Well, I can tell you one thing. When the teacher is up there teaching, I guarantee you about 20 to 40% of those students are already tuned out by the time the teacher already starts. And you can say maybe since because this is teaching, this is an everyday thing, they're at school. And so about 20 to 40% of that time, those students are tuned out. But if those 10 leaders are in there and they can keep every single one of those students in check, their fellow classmates, they can teach it to them and help them and guide them. So what the teacher was doing was pouring herself into that 20%. She was sharpening the blade of those 10 leaders. And do you know who and what that 20% was when I asked you earlier? Who and what is your 20%? Right here in this example. The teacher's 20% in this example was was those 10 leaders. And that 80% are those other 80 students. And that's just ironic that 80 students and 80%. That, those 80 students are the 80%, and those 10 leaders are the 20% that the teacher is pouring herself into. Let me tell you something. I guarantee you the teacher didn't have to work as hard if she had to, if she had to stand up in front of the whole class and teach just half the class, about a little bit, little over half the class who are listening and some who aren't listening. And then the students have coming back up and asking more questions, questions that the teacher probably already answered. But instead, 
Those 10 leaders are already helping those other students and can answer those questions for them. The teacher doesn't have to work as hard. That is what the 80 over 20 rule is. So can I read that definition to you again? Knowing and setting the right priorities will give you the right return. So there's a quote by John Maxwell and it says, if we take care of the 20%, the 80% will take care of itself. And if you remember from the example I just gave you, that 20% were those 10 leaders and the teacher poured into them and those 20% took care of the other 80%. Those 10 students helped and, and guided the other 80 students in their groups, one of each group. Let me, let, me, let me expand this a little bit further. Let me give you something. Every good leader delegates specific roles and responsibilities to other people who are capable. And as a leader, and for you to do what only you can do as a leader. And yes, I'm talking about you because you are a leader. I'm helping you right now. And as the leader, you are to follow up. So I'll read it again. Every good leader delegates specific roles and responsibilities. Let me give you another example. Let me get, use Bill Gates as an example. So you have a company and Bill Gates is the owner of Microsoft. If say for example that Bill Gates is already successful, but he let's just wipe out everybody else, everyone else who's working and let, we're not starting from scratch. And Bill Gates, he's doing all of the work, the treasuring, like the, you know, the treasurers keeping all the money, the statistics and everything, doing it all himself. Eventually, he's going to he's going to wear himself out. He won't get enough time for sleep and all this stuff. And eventually the company will just just like that. Every good leader delegates specific roles and responsibilities to other people who are capable that's what those other leaders are for. That's what the people right below him are for. So a good leader, let me read it one more time so I can let it sink in. Delegate specific roles and responsibilities for other people who are, to other people who are capable. And for you to do what only you can do as a leader. Things that those other people cannot do. Those people are assigned to do what they, what you have called them to do, you know? And and you as the leader to follow up with them. Simple as that. You do what you can do only as a leader and, as, and delegate specific roles and responsibilities to those other people to do it for you and you to follow up with them. Doesn't that sound nice? Well, that's the 80 over 20 role right there working with you once again. I have, a, I have a verse for you, and this relates perfectly, and it fits right in with exactly what the 80, rule, 80 over 20 rule is. And it's with Moses, Moses, sorry, and Jethro. Do you know who those two people are? Well, Jethro is the step, no, is the father-in-law to Moses. And, and actually, it's in Exodus chapter 18, verse 13. Basically, I'll read it for you. Actually, sorry. Exodus chapter 18 
verse 28 20 sorry exodus chapter 18 verse 13 to 23 it says the next day moses took his seat to serve as judge for the people they stood up around him for morning till evening when his father-in-law saw all that moses was doing for the people he said what is this you are doing for the people why do you do it why do you why do you alone sit as judge while all these people stand around you from morning till evening moses answered him because the people come to me to seek god's will whenever they have a dispute it is brought to me and i decide between the parties and inform them of god's decrees and instructions moses father in law replied what are you what you are doing is not good you and these people who come to you will only wear yourselves out the work is too heavy for you you cannot handle it alone listen to me listen now to me and i will give you some advice and may god be with you now listen guys let's continue you may be the people's representative before god and bring the disputes to him teach them his decrees and instructions and show them the way they are to live and how they are to behave but select this is the part i'm talking about but select capable men from the people men who fear god trustworthy men who hate dishonest gain and appoint them as officials over thousands hundreds fifties and tens have them serve as judges for the people at all times but have them bring every difficult case to you the simple cases they can decide themselves that they, that will make your your load lighter because they will share it with you if you do this and god so commands you will be able to stand the strain and all these people will go home satisfied so as you can see from all the way from verse 13 to 23 Moses was the judge for all of these people and they would come to him with even the smallest disputes they would have for example marriage having a fight in marriage whatever it is they're they're going through anything anything they would just come to Moses and they would Moses would be standing there or doing it from all the way from morning it says and he's and they stood around him from morning till evening just helping these people and of course that's good but it's not good on himself he's overworking himself as you can see and jethro asks him why what is this you are doing for the people why do you why do you alone sit as judge see that right there moses shouldn't be doing it alone and jethro ends up giving moses advice and he tells them to go and appoint other and let me find it for you and he says appoint he says but select capable men from all the people men who fear god trustworthy men who hate dishonest gain and this is part and appoint them as officials over thousands hundreds fifties and tens have them serve as judges for the people at all times meaning so that moses doesn't have to do it alone see if if moses was doing alone which he was he was getting tired and he was getting strained. And let me tell you something. If you don't take breaks, and this time I'm not saying Moses wasn't taking breaks. I'm saying if you don't take breaks, you'll wear yourself out. Moses was doing it from 
morning till dawn. I don't know whether he was get, getting breaks, getting meals, but if you do it alone, you will end up overworking yourself. Don't overload. That's the best word for it. Don't overload yourself. And then Moses actually takes the advice. And then it says, you, and then it says, if you do this and, and God so commands, you'll be able to stand this train. And all these people will go home satisfied. And then it goes on to talk about Moses actually ended up doing it. He was obedient to his father-in-law and he did it. And it turned out well for Moses. Throughout all this, it's clear that Moses was overworking himself with everyone. Basically, let, let me tell you something that I didn't read here for you. That, that Moses, when he was doing it all for these people, these they were coming back to him, asking him the smallest things. But Moses wasn't like... It says the next day Moses took the seat and to serve as judge for the people and they stood around him from morning till dawn. And when his father-in-law saw all that Moses was doing for the people, he said, "What is this you are doing for the people? And why do you sit at this alone?" Moses was doing it alone. And Jethro gave him advice and he followed it, and Moses didn't have to do it alone. So let me ask you something. What is one thing you have taken from this recording? What is one thing you have taken from this reading? And also, what is one thing God is saying to you right now? These, remember the first question I asked you? Are you overworking yourself on something you don't have to work so hard to accomplish? Let me tell you something. Moses, he gave those responsibilities and roles to other to those other capable men and women or those other capable men so that they could help him and then all Moses had to do was come back and check remember and I said as the leader to follow up what and so remember the quote I gave you earlier every good leader delegates specific roles and responsibilities to other people who are capable and for you to do what only you can do here and as the leader to follow up, all Moses had to do was follow up with them. So meaning that the people, when they had disputes, they would go to those 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 other judges, the ones who were right below Moses. Basically, if it's a company, Moses had people working, his other leaders, his people right below him. And all Moses had to do was check beneath them. And then if anything those people could not answer if they had a question, anything they could not answer, something that was too difficult for them, then they would come to Moses. That's Moses following up, or that's them following up with Moses because he is their leader. Do you see what that is? So let me ask you once again, what is one thing you have taken from this recording? And also, what is one thing God is saying to you today? Let me give you some advice. Don't overwork yourself. For example, I've given you the the 80 over 20 rule right here. If we take care of the 20%, the 80% will take care of itself. So guys, be blessed. Remember not to overwork yourself, but to give, but to delegate specific roles and responsibilities to other people who are capable. God bless you guys and have a good night. Peace.